It's turkey time. I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. No, no, Mrs. Stay! Mrs. Cotchat and Pinks! Must be weird not having anybody come on you. Hola amigos, bienvenido a Rotten Reviews Podcast. Yo soy Miguel. ¿Cómo estás, amigos? Oh my oh, God. Tengo <laughs> mucha lanchadores. Look, Fuegos. ¿cómo estás? And burritos, mi amigos. Oh, ¿Cómo oh. estás, uh, Vastes and Tus? Bueno. You guys so don't many, like that? You, you so don't like my questions. You don't like my Hispanic? Uh, this is also really rolled your R's there, man. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, that was, you for sure practiced that for. I swear I didn't. I, you know, I just, I, I literally just thought of it right now. I was like, I'm going to do a Spanish intro for all of our Spanish listeners. Listeners. <laughs> listeners. <laughs> That's not the way you pronounce you know, S's in Spanish. Honestly, though, that was, that. I mean, to me, it sounded like you practiced it so i guess good job because well you know I, I did take four years of spanish in high school so uh i could Same say here, my but name. i <laughs> i could not string a sentence together that that just would not happen mike mike secretly uh has another review podcast with two spanish dudes <laughs> miguel with miguel Cristiano uh, and uh <laughs> davide Lucio. Lucio. <laughs> It's I really shook the how do we podcast. how do we even follow that up? I don't know. That's uh, a great change up. Chris, give us some German. I you know it's just oh, man, I don't want to embarrass myself, so I'm just gonna I'll I'll, I'll pass to Luke. But I'm not <laughs> you sure. You embarrass language... yourself off air. You're talking about getting oh. a, an orgasm from someone rubbing your knee. And I was like, what? That's that's Chris not exactly weird. yeah, that's yeah, exactly you know, it's pretty happened. much exactly what you said. Let's let's unpack this now since since we're here. We're this is a safe space, Chris. Uh, just tell us what this what your knee does to no, you. Well, why don't we give you some context? Luke came on hot and said, oh yeah, do you know how apparently sneezing is one-tenth of an orgasm? That's what I Luke heard said. that from and I, I, when I, I was a kid. Oh boy, that's, that's okay. <laughs> the best source of information ever. It's nothing but facts. Uh, and then I said that I had heard that you know, rubbing the top of your knee is one-tenth of an orgasm. And both you guys lost your minds as if what Luke said was any less plausible than what I said. Literally, I'm, I'm actually insane now. It's crazy. That, that, that blew my mind. <laughs> well, well, I love how I we had, just throw these words I, around crazy, I, insane. It's if like I had recorded your guys' reactions. Like, I think Mike fell off his chair. Luke was doing like push ups or something because he just couldn't, he had so much energy he had to get. I out. couldn't my, physically wrap my mind around what you said. So I had to burn off some energy there. <laughs> I just look at the cool thing and I fall off my chair like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you're just like you're that goofy host. Whoa! Just like, <laughs> stupid Mike, that oaf. <laughs> Falling off his chair again. Uh, and we were just oh. gaining respect for him with his multiple languages. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gotta go back to the drawing board for that intro, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't, I didn't say it was bad. It, just, it, very, it was like a shock to the system. Just like injection of pure just like your Just like your knee trivia thing that we didn't need to know, but you know. I thought that well, was one of those like common Chris, knowledge, no. urban legend. Is anyone else just urban touching legend, their right like now? Not just the right testing term it out, or is it just me? It's definitely on Urban Dictionary or something. I guarantee it. But like, 
I, I, when you sneeze, that's a great feeling, you know, like I don't get people who hold in their sneezes. First of all, oh, actually you're probably going to do some kind of internal damage. And second of all, you're depriving yourself of uh, a little bit of, I I've never <laughs> heard that as a thing ever like sneezing. Like, I don't enjoy sneezing. It's just like, you have to do it to release whatever you have to release. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Yep. I got to stop talking. <laughs> I know where you go with it, but uh, yeah, maybe let's put it to the listeners, you know, maybe we'll get some feedback. You know, send us an email. Do you do the knee rub or do you the sneeze? What's yeah. What gives off? you the most pleasure? <laughs> yeah. Or is it something else? Offense, like, I have to say though, I, your nose. I, I do enjoy do sneezing that. though. I think it's actually kind of fun, but when I have when it's uh, spring and I have like hay fever going on and I sneeze like for an hour straight, I just want to kill myself. Or it's that time that we were in Austria and your eyes were so swollen that <laughs> I was really nervous that I should take you to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, like, well, we should fun. probably at least go to a pharmacy or something, I guess. Luke, you've you heard the story, obviously, right? Uh, yeah, but I don't think our listeners have. So oh, it's not it's not a big deal. It's just, anyways, we were sitting on the grass, and then I got up. I felt my eye. I was itching it, scratching it, whatever. Looked to Chris. I was like, "Hey, is my eye okay?" And he's he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine." We start walking down the street. I look just literally at like a, a shop window, and I see my reflection, and I fucking I couldn't believe what I saw. It literally, my the right side of my face was just completely swollen. I had you to look like Goomy's basement guy. Yes, <laughs> you you still went out that night for beers. Yeah, I told we got a great to a fight. We got a great picture <laughs> of this really funny Scottish guy like pretending to punch you in the face. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic. It, it was that guy was he was a guy that way. You know, I never tire of hearing of the uh, all the adventures that you guys had, and I missed out on. It's uh, <laughs> great to take a trip down memory lane. So Listen, man, of, of all of the adventures that I've taken, you are still the only one that I know. That has driven a golf cart into the sand uh, at a Cuban resort. So, kudos to you, man. That lofty take, uh, designation, man. It's, can't take that away. From me. Yeah. I just always remember that girl who went to my Sejab Dawson, and like she was like Dawson Blues, and I was oh, like, get God. the fuck out of the way! I'm gonna run you down. <laughs> um, and I almost just missed driving into a pool. So yeah, that was uh, that was my last rebellious day, I guess. And we didn't get arrested. And thrown into a Cuban prison. So, I mean, it's a pretty good ending to that story. I was just trying to bring the car to our shitty resort. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> bring the cool resort down a peg, you know? Yeah, and then we met we met that famous chick from So You Think You Can Dance Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jean Marie. I'm like in the Marie pitch black on the beach. And I was like, yo, that's uh, Jamie Ray Daly. Jane? I think Jamie, Jamie. There we go. Yeah, that's it. And uh, that was just like the most random interaction of all time. <laughs> so, didn't we end up like all partying together too? Yeah, because we thought we were really clever because we turned our switch bands inside yeah, out because yeah. it was white, and everyone knew we were lying. <laughs> uh, Operation White Flag. <laughs> we thought it was such a success. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that was fun, man. As like a first for me, at least it was my first trip, so it was, you know. How old were you? 19, 18? Set the set the benchmark good. that all future trips had to live up to, which was tough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. For sure. Anyways, so guys. <laughs> so what kind of trip are we taking this week, Mike? Whoa, Whoa I love the segues. Always with the strong segs. <laughs> yeah, love that. Strong uh, segs. This week, guys, we've got How It Ends, starring uh, who's a Forrest Whitaker. 
Uh, we've got Theo James, Katarina Graham. I don't know who these people are. Nope, I'm just saying nope, names. Nope. Carrie Bichet. Okay. Uh, it was made in 2018. So uh, I love such... this movie, isn't it? It's hilarious. This movie. There's like Jonah Hill in it, and <laughs> you know, it's Craig it's Robinson. A great romp. Oh, you're thinking of this is the end, Luke. Oh, <laughs> sorry, a little British at the end there, but yeah, um, a wrong movie, so it's not a good one. Oh. This is such a Netflix thing to get one famous actor and then tag a bunch of unknowns, yeah, to that famous actor and hope that they can sh- sail the ship known as the movie in which they play characters, put the team on their movie team on their actor back, that's their it. sales. Guys, let's and uh, my sales. Let's uh, jump into this trailer you. before Chris just says some weird <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> Strange analogy. I got a wax philosophical again, Mike. Just for Ooh. you, man. We don't want right, any guys. of that wax. Let's jump into the trailer. Hey, what time is it? Six in the morning in Seattle. My mother just called. What happened last night? I'm sorry. He was into me from the second I got in. Why did you move my daughter away from me? Moving was Sam's idea. If I'd asked for his blessing last night, he would have said no, so I didn't. I'm getting late. Okay, I gotta go. Okay, call me when you get to the airport. What was that? Well, something's wrong. Sam. We have unconfirmed reports of a large seismic event off the California coast with reports of power outages across the United States. Why didn't you come back? I didn't know where else to go. Have you talked to Sam? We got disconnected. What's the last thing she said? She sounded scared. Let's look at what we know, Will. We have no idea what's happening. Yet we got F-22s doing flybys. My only daughter, she's alone. 2,000 miles away. So I only have one question for you. Are you coming with me? All communications are down. The government is silent. We don't know who or what is causing this. There's a lot to be afraid of out there. There's a lot of real danger. Should have told me that you had a gun. I'm assuming that you've never fired a firearm. I've seen war game simulations, events just like this. They're designed to erase rational behavior with what appears to be a singular incident. You ever seen clouds like that before? Will, get back in the car! I need you to promise you'll always keep us safe. I promise you. You just drive, I got this. like you said chris i think it's gonna be uh this uh <laughs> i'm curious as to where this is gonna completely falter because i think luke said on the last podcast this is like 17 percent. but compared to phil and the you know slow kind of plotting of that movie like this is gonna be a nice palate <laughs> cleanser like yeah you know, we won't be wanting for action here 
yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. I think I'm I'm intrigued. I I think this kind of movie is going to hinge a lot on the ending, and maybe I, as a pun, I didn't even realize oh, I said man. that. And then, <laughs> I didn't on. even I didn't even mean to say that. I didn't even mean to say yeah. that. But but that's how these kind of movies go, though. It's like they put so much on what is causing it, what is causing it, and the endings are never satisfying, and it's never as what you expected to be or what you need it to be. And so I'm assuming it has a really shitty ending and that's very ironic, obviously, because of the title, but it looked like the movie, I don't know, it looked decent, it looked intriguing, very different from what we've watched recently. And so I'm, I'm open to it. You know? Yeah. yeah. This uh, reminds me a bit more of Hurricane Heist, which I'm all for. Let's get another bad action movie in here. But there didn't seem to any, be any bad accents in this one, which is a... Yeah. A that's common, breaking uh, a streak of like four movies so far or five so that's Hur- hurricane heist had a really bad accent that an english actor doing like an alabama accent oh yeah, god true. yeah that was tough there's been a, yeah so many bad accents strange you know, actually like even bad batch and, yeah i mentioned tenet the other day that movie actually has a not so great accent have either of you guys seen that yet no not yet so they have kenneth Branagh super famous british actor doing a russian accent oh and uh, i don't know it, uh, you could tell he's not russian you know hmm. so i don't know chris nolan what are you doing was it john travolta level bad or no no no, no. <laughs> i i re-listened to that episode and i realized i rated it down specifically because of his accent it's not that bad it's not that bad but yeah, that movie actually wasn't that bad in retrospect. But I feel like guys, I'm doing that with a lot of movies. <laughs> you guys both liked it, but then I just couldn't get by the accent. That's right. I was wrong. You guys were wrong, but that's fine. All right. Well, we can still barely hear you, even though you have a new mic, but just try to speak up a little there, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be back shortly. See you in a bit. Fuck you, Luke. We're back, guys, from watching uh, How It Ends, starring Forrest Whitaker. And I mean, like, I don't even know. I don't know how you guys want to do this. Obviously, the the ending was the talking point. I think that'll be the talking point of this podcast. We could start from the beginning and just talk about how, you know, personally, I thought it was actually a an interesting apocalypse, post-apocalypse. Apocalypse? Oh my God, I can't speak. Post-apocalypse. It, it, it was interesting at the beginning. I was kind of, you know, digging it. Right, like I don't know if I'm if I was alone in this. Uh, one of you guys want to kick it off? I don't think you were alone. You probably had like a couple people with you in the room. But um, in referring to your point that you were speaking about concerning the movie, I didn't hate it either. And I thought, to as it went towards the ending, I was actually invested. Yeah, especially too. when our boy i don't remember his name but the creepy neighbor who dies really fast <laughs> is breaking out these conspiracy theories about government you know um training scenarios and all this kind of stuff and i'm like okay like if that's actually the way they go with this that's cool and so i was interested to see if there was going to be some kind of interesting take on it but the way they ended it, like, how dare they do that? I was so <laughs> angry at the director. Let's let, let's let's hold off on the ending just just for a little just, bit. I can't. Because obviously we that love is... to jump to the ending, though. But, That's our no, thing. And, and normally I'm okay with that, but this is just so special, you know. Uh, Luke, I want I want your your early impression here. Give me give me like your thoughts of of you know at least the first half of the movie. 
I agree with you guys. Like, I was really on board for a lot of this movie, and I was like, okay, and then this, and then it's developing, and you know, and it's weird because this movie doesn't really do anything special in terms of the genre. Like, it's you know, bad things start happening mysteriously, and then uh, they're on a, some kind of a mission to find each other, and along the way, they run into a bunch of it's always just creepy people and uh, you know like immediately <laughs> for some reason it's always the creepiest people that survive these kind of disasters this, this was definitely <laughs> just like your, this was a typical you know uh, apocalypse movie right like i mean i can't say i can't keep saying that word because i can't say it but yeah you know what i mean it's just <laughs> this is just sort of the typical end of the world type of movie and and like you said it's just it's very generic right i mean you see the same kind of characters developing and but but th- so sorry actually on that point I didn't think there was enough development. <laughs> uh, like, you know, you don't know what's happening throughout the entire movie. Like they're just kind of, first of all, traveling literally across country in five days, which is insane, right? It's a hell I mean, of a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's not even get started on the logistical, you know, we tend to be pretty nitpicky in our reviews of how the hell did this happen? Driving this a Cadillac like, across country, boys. There's, there's a lot of this in this one, and it's almost like, where do I begin? But I found one thing that struck me about the main character. I feel like his name was Adam. Adam and Tom. Was that it? Yeah, I think Will? so. Will? Will? I mean, very the most generic Some generic four-letter name. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't find he, the actor, really ever displayed any emotion. He like never cries. He never freaks out. Like, Wouldn't any normal person in this situation just lose their fucking minds, you know, and just have a moment where they completely break down. They were very stoic and uh, I, yes. fairly composed the entire movie considering right. so, what was happening to them. So when everything is going down and, you know, he gets off the, the, the phone with his wife, he's told that that all the, um, uh, the flights are canceled and all that shit. He gets back and there's fucking like fighter jets flying by the building. And he's like, well, what are we supposed to do? Like, what's happening? <laughs> what are, it, it's, you're right. Like, I, I think... The natural reaction would just be to panic. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They seem way too chill and cool and just like, okay, yeah, we just gotta do this. Like there's no panic or freak out there at all. There was some rolling with the punches, and at one point he was even <laughs> giggling uh when they were like driving by when they got through the bridge, you know, at Seattle, uh, past the gunman, and he was like having a good time, you know. Uh, and then don't even get me started on this, this, the, the third person they pick up the supposed comic relief, Ricky, um, <laughs> Ricky, who, you know, she's actually kind of an interesting character. She's on like a reserve and she knows how to fix cars. Um, but you know, I feel like 90%, no, not 90, 30% of her dialogue was saying, fuck, you know, like, we'll fucking do it then. Fuck. And then just like, you know, like every other word. So, uh, you know, I don't know how that's supposed to be super funny, but yeah, she's definitely the comic relief in the, in the trio there. Uh, how did she, how did they leave her? Did she, she didn't die. Right? She just left. Yeah. She, she just Where left. She her loose end. They're like, they're like, let's just, let's just wait for her. Oh, Ricky left. Yeah. Cause she said she was fucking leaving. Like, why did you guys even bother sleeping? It made no sense. He's like, gosh, it's probably better off. <laughs> Well, anyways, and then you, yeah, like Probably. she really didn't have serve any purpose in the story. No, she didn't for fix, maybe if you were like, fix the car. Yeah, okay, right. they didn't even, she didn't even fix the car. So what was? There's no like story arc around her. She doesn't help them grow or anything. Like what was her point? 
just have a little bit of diversity in there. I don't know. I think the point is that reservations are awful and they'll do anything to get off of them. God, okay. I don't want to broad brush that, but <laughs> I, I definitely think, I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like Luke is saying though, it's, it was just like comic relief, right? Like she was introduced as that character to, to balance, you know, the stern military vet who is fucking Forrest Whitaker. And then, you know, the like, motionless kind of, robot yeah husband like, who's sort of like yeah. the perfect like out to lunch a little bit but also not really i don't, I don't know yeah they I had a very really generic tell. relationship like you're the bad son because you took my daughter away and ridiculously uncomfortable opening scene where he goes to have dinner with them yeah i actually thought forrest whitaker did a pretty good job in so did movie. i his character he was pretty solid i bought him i bought and into him listen i sure. actually I, I noted this down and i wanted to ask you guys is forrest whitaker sort of the is he like a surprising action hero? I feel like he's in a lot of action movies and, and he doesn't strike me as a guy that should be in action movies, but he is. You know Are what you I mean? serious? Of course yeah. he should be in action. Well, dramas. I mean, he's got such a serious face, you know? He, he's got that stare, that one-eyed stare that really <laughs> digs deep into your soul. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I totally see him in action movies. And I agree with you guys. Like, the acting was on point in this movie um the special effects were great uh and <laughs> Actually, everything yeah. all the basics all the fundamentals of this movie are okay honestly except yes. for the small point of the plot yeah. <laughs> so i mean i don't know we we could obviously we can get into it we don't have to beat around the bush i guess anymore i just kind of want to get your early impressions but chris but like go for it because you're the one that's been you've been harping about it the most i've been ranting and so. raving you know i'm, I'm losing my train of thought <laughs> Mike, Mike's just twirling his mustache like he's an evil villain concocting. It, you know, it was so plan. unbelievable that it I just couldn't believe it. That, that is literally what I said <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I love that message, man. That was so good. Double down on that disbelief. That's that's how mind Has there ever the been was. something that's so unbelievable like you just couldn't believe it? <laughs> yes yes there is you know i'm just saying if there was ever a t-shirt that's that's got to be on it so <laughs> that should but, be our uh, motto you know absolutely but yeah chris go please tell us no. the ending go for okay, it okay so just for spoiler alert i know everyone listening has watched the movie because you guys are all such good fans and loyal loyal fans really well diehards so we get to the end uh the dad passes away mr i'm gonna assume his name is adam adam finds his wife which is like, wow. Or sorry, not wife, fiance, fiance, His fiance, pregnant, fiance. pregnant. She survived with their creepy neighbor who he has to kill, of course, who doesn't and show any, sorry, but he doesn't show, he doesn't try to hide his disappointment at all. Absolutely when the guy not. Yeah, the camera lingers like, on him. They make yeah. it very obvious that this guy's like, Ugh, like her fiance is here. Oh, he's alive. And the fact Great. that she's so, the fact that she's so like, oh, whatever about Oblivious it, it, it is it. so weird. Like, he's clearly yeah. like pissed off, right? Like, <laughs> well, and then what the fuck's exactly. with he falls asleep in bed with his fiance. He wakes up, she's gone, and she's just having a campfire yeah. with the guy in the backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, when he woke up, I thought it was a dream. I thought he didn't actually find his wife, and he dreamt it. I'm like, oh shit, that's kind of cool. And then he just walks out and then she's right there. And I'm like, oh. Okay. But so, so, so look, exactly. It, yeah. it, in lead up to that, to the very uh, anticlimactic ending, I mean, first of all, he gets to Seattle. It is like 
It is covered that was a pretty in cool visual. It's covered in ash. It was interesting. Although it was kind of funny that he like found a fire truck with like the most perfect pristine mask. Uh, just <laughs> yeah, somehow it was like available. a video game. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally was. That's how that's what it felt like. But so he gets to the fucking apartment, which is completely obliterated, except for the steel door that says, <laughs> Come find me at this exact location, which it's just like, oh my god, why? Well, that's what I meant, like the logistics and all those kinds of things. I'm not even gonna try to ask all those questions but these are so important many. chris <laughs> <laughs> no okay so we got to get to this ending we got we got to go there, oh right? go get us so us. you know after i think his name was jeremiah i want to say Jeff i think guy, it was yeah jeremiah. uh he obviously turns heel immediately and he has to kill him because that's just and he couldn't have made it any more obvious and so he dies and then as soon as he dies i guess the volcano explodes or whatever you want to call that landslide and they're driving away on the road. And of course, you know, the landslide's like, what, five meters behind them the whole time. And then they kind of overtake it a little bit. And that's it. And the movie comes out from it. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. And you're like, I mean, oh my God, are you for real? The worst well, part is that we're not, that's not even giving it justice. You, you literally need to see the ending to understand. You have to watch the whole movie to understand the frustration, right? Sorry, Luke. Because they're just like, yeah, I love you. I love you too. And yep. everything's great because we love each other. And that's, that's it. it. And you kind of, you also kind of skated by like the, um, the, the neighbor's justification or his belief of what's really going on, which is like every, uh, kind of incel, like stereotype, uh, who's like just really obsessed with, uh, conspiracy theories, you know, <laughs> then he's just like, Q-Anon. oh yeah, yeah that was very QAnon-y. I'm a software <laughs> engineer. <laughs> Okay, but can, can can one of you explain it? Because honestly, I didn't understand his reasoning. And I, I feel like I just like wasn't even paying attention to that that whole explanation. But it was weird because it seemed like it was the end of the movie, the music behind it, and like the way that his wife was reacting. It was like the movie was pitching that this guy was right. right. Like, did you get that impression too? Like what he was saying, like he was kind of somehow all-knowing and he knew that this was what was happening. And so that part, I actually was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm curious to see how they tie this into it. But at that point, there's like him. twenty, there's like twenty minutes left in the movie. So I was like, "Where is this yeah. going?" Well, I, I thought there was gonna be some crazy thing where, like, I don't know, the army walks out, mm-hmm. and they were like, somehow it was a training specifically for this Adam guy to, I don't know, do something like Black Mirror shit. Like they had a, a big potential to do Ender's something Game situation. Crazy, yeah. But and that's the thing. Like they, they never, yeah. they never tied anything up, and that's the only justification that they throw out there is the possibility that's war games. But we don't get any confirmation. And it's almost like they thought it was such a good movie that they're like, okay, let's just leave him on this little cliffhanger at the end. And then we'll yeah. get him on the in the in the sequel, you know. Hey, I oh, want to I see really Force hope there's Waker no survive. Sequel. You know, <laughs> I wanted to see him make it. That whole I, I cared way more about Forrest Whitaker than Adam. His name's Will. Luke was right, by the way. Oh, was he? Yeah, I had to correct you. I'm just gonna keep calling him Adam. No, no I was totally gonna keep calling him Adam. <laughs> he looks like an Adam, you know. It's right? to be fair. Adam and Will are pretty much the same, right? <laughs> I, I agree though. I like I like I would I would have preferred to see Forrest Whitaker make it to the end. Obviously, like whatever, it's a movie and that's a driving point. You know, he kind of like, you know, right. will sort of he, he's yeah, funny, right? But he <laughs> he sort of comes into his own at that point, right? Like he like becomes a man, I guess, if you want to. What does he learn like, through the journey? How like, to use a gun, and, man? <laughs> the main the main conflict is between them two. They make up and then he dies. But there's no other real conflict. Like he loves his wife. He finds her. There's no other growth there, no? Or am I missing that, something? I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, but this like movie that, felt 
Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was just going to say, Luke, after because after they get off the bridge, right? You mentioned it before, off, when they get off that bridge to Seattle. Is that when Forrest Whitaker dies? Like, he gets shot in the belly or something? Pretty much. His ribs, anyway, like... when, when they're driving away, and he's like, you know, I got to tell you, it was your daughter. Your daughter drove your boat and, and ruined your boat. And she was wasted. And so was I. We were both drunk. And, you know, we woke, I was like, how is this any, how is this at all endearing? You guys are both wasted. This is still your fault, man. Like, this is not a Mia culpa. You literally are both hammered on your boat, on, on this boat. Anyways. If I can play the advocate that's not uh, the having one, the opposite one, the mean advocate, evil advocate, the one where you're the opposite. Uh, but if I could be that one. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just to show that he's such a good guy that he was willing to take the fall for that one. Uh, okay, the, sweet. My father-in-law is about to die. I, absolutely. So now. <laughs> but, but for Forrest Whitaker's response to be like, you're a good guy, uh, Will, and you're going to be a great father. Right after he told you like, yo, man, we were both super hammered and we fucked up your boat. Like, yeah. Wait, he didn't know he was, she was pregnant or did he tell her, did he tell him at some point? She told the them she after told, the, she dinner. told the parents. Yeah. Um, Gotta take some Anyways, I guess I just, I just, I guess I just thought that interaction was funny. But we maybe, have to maybe because on, he was dying, so you know we have to touch on the subtlety or the the symbolism of the movie title, how it ends, and how they still have the balls to basically not give an ending to their own movie. Like that's a, I don't know, man, that's a ballsy move. I don't know what they were trying to go for, or, or they thought it was some weird creative, funny thing, but like totally ruined the whole movie well right? it was the whole thing was a troll job it was like a, right. a joke on us you know like yeah. we're only watching this to see how it ends you know that's the only reason we're continuing to watch this movie. that's why you watch any hey, movie maybe much. that is a joke though i guess i don't yeah. know yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying it's why a nice, like, right piece it's a statement but like it's an this guy's a genius <laughs> <laughs> who's the director here david m night. rosenthal good for you man good job but uh, I, it, I honestly felt like that was a big middle finger to the viewer. My, at the end. my notes and to the whole genre, you know, because like <laughs> this was such a, it was this stereotypical, quintessential apocalyptic movie without any kind of satisfying ending, where it's like you're not seeing the uh, the half buried Statue of Liberty at the end. Right. It's like <laughs> yeah. there's no kind of big point at the end, which is but really. It- literally my, my notes for the end of the movie is no come on the ending can't be real like that's how i was literally just like what the fuck did i just sit through i was waiting like, for an after credit scene but then the the netflix gave me you know ads for the next thing i should watch which is really annoying that netflix does that by the way <laughs> that they're just like immediately 10 seconds after the credits roll it gives you like three things and it plays yeah. like three trailers in a row i'm like yo i just want to chill and be angry about how bad this ending was without seeing an ad for Bridgerton or whatever the fuck came on after. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it just really was not satisfying at all. And um, I think if that's what they were trying to accomplish as just like a, some kind of a big prank at the end, we got to tip, tip our hats to them at least a little bit because we all felt duped at the end, right? Yeah. I mean, we did, but it's not like, oh, haha, you got me. It's like, a what was the point of that? Fuck you. <laughs> basically it worked (laughs) and and it's just it's just so weird because like look i i love movies it's like i love movies and tv shows in that setting of like the world is ending it's crazy and like zombies and like nuclear attacks i I love watching those movies i find them they're just interesting 
And, and like, honestly, like we were saying, like the whole lead up to that shitty ending, I thought was interesting. Cause like, you know, you see him going from Chicago where people are kind of like confused and like, it doesn't seem like anyone really cared. Cause when they first got on the road, there's literally no cars on the road. They were by themselves. Right. So there's no like mass hysteria yet, which I thought was interesting until they start getting slowly closer to Seattle. So you see like a shift West, right? Like that, thought that was cool. I don't know. It just would have been, Honestly, like for me, fucking killed him at the end. That that might have been a better ending. Just, just hey, yeah. we're dead. Like they like, should have done something, even <laughs> if it was, yeah, just as simple as the landslide covering them. And then you'd be like, yeah, well, okay, that makes sense. And then, like some people don't make it out of the apocalypse, life. right? Like that's but just they they show you that they kind of get away because it shows you the car kind of getting farther away from the landslide. Oh, I fully think that they escaped, so, but like, yeah, what was the then, point? Yeah. But would you have been happier if they had just died at the end? Would that have been as, would that have been more satisfying as an ending? It, it would have been equally as disappointing, I think. Or it's not maybe, read, maybe not I've, equally. Yeah, yeah, I read so, in one of the previous episodes, I'm like, at least that would have given me made me feel something. Because it would have been unending. It would have been something. Oh, you, exactly. you so like been... suffering is better than nothing or something like <laughs> that. <laughs> Some bullshit. But no, I, but I agree though, there would have been closure, right? Like like Michael Scott with Holly, you know, he just needs to get his closure. That's it. But Luke, yeah, Luke yeah. what were you going to say, though, if we would have liked the ending? Well, yeah, like I've, I've read a book called uh, The Road by Cormac McCarthy. I don't know if you guys have read that. Great, but that's, great book. That's an yeah. apocalyptic uh, novel that has a lot of the same things where they're trying to survive and they don't trust anyone. And everyone that's still in the world is kind of really dangerous. Uh, and that, I don't want to spoil, but that book, doesn't have a very satisfying ending either. No, it doesn't. Uh, so but, I guess it's, it's hard to end on a positive note with the apocalyptic movies. Yeah, so but, they, see that, but that book, I felt more satisfied by the ending. And the, the reason though being is that that book is set in the apocalypse. You know what I mean? Like it's already established that there are like groups of hunters yeah. like coming out for you and blah, blah, blah. And like, even though you the ending is not maybe like the payoff that you wanted, you know, it, it, it's just to see it in a movie I, i'm sorry it's just that that that's what kills me that's all For sure. like I, it's a movie and i want to see an ending like i don't see this i don't see them coming out with a second one i mean this came out like <laughs> no. two years ago three years ago like yeah, no. they were very no. optimistic with that but yeah. i like your book choice i like your book uh book choice luke that's good hey, Chris, man, you should read it man the, it's a good book this is the intro into our book club we're gonna no, i know book podcast right <laughs> i know the movie or the movie but well, there is a movie on it with Viggo mortensen right yeah 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 um no I, I haven't read the book i'm assuming it just ends with the two main characters dying based on what you guys are saying you gotta read or maybe it, we don't want to spoil it no spoilers but i actually um, don't want to spoil it because i i enjoyed that book it was as good. long as we're talking about apocalyptic uh movies and books uh 20 days later is a classic um that's probably my favorite of the genre you know i don't uh, think i've seen it really it's just killing yeah. murphy it's like phenomenal just well, the, uh, not, one, right? not, yeah, not only the acting, mm-hmm. but um, the music, the soundtrack for that is like really good as well. So mm. that's, the one, that one? that's the one where people at the beginning of the pandemic were like, everyone watched 28 Days Later. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, they're all infected with rage. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of the <laughs> same thing with us. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh man, it's really too bad. I feel like there's like, honestly, nothing else to talk about for this movie realistically like the ending it it just it ruined it i can't believe it yeah mike i'll uh, I'll pass it off to you first you know as the new host 
Wow, thank you. Oh, uh, uh, a, a host swap at the end of the podcast. I love it. I thought I'd swoop um, in there when you least expected it as you were twirling your beard again. This is yeah, unlike this, the movie, we're going to end off on an interesting note. <laughs> this, this is a tough one, though, I guess, for me. I'm going to go, oh, man, I'm going to say 14%. 14 and are you honestly, say that or are you saying honestly that? it's just a, it's just like an arbitrary number at this point like i think that you know it's 14 percent is literally just because of the ending it's not a good ending i think you know it's an enjoyable movie for anyone who enjoys that type of genre obviously but like be prepared to be let down at the end of the movie that's all i'm saying uh luke why don't you why don't you take over here um yeah i really did not uh appreciate the ending and it was really just like a kick in the nuts and a punch in the gut and a pull on the nose and a yank on the hair hmm. uh so <laughs> all those things together so uh same time yeah super super disappointed uh but also you know if they were trying to do this then hats off to them because i was invested fair point so yeah. uh i'll give it a um, shit mike we're always close on the scores but i'll give it a 12 percent Mm. nice nice a lot of individual and different thoughts happening here no i because i say that because coming in with the 60 percent so i know i bashed it the whole time but (laughs) those special effects though no i i think a movie like this it's not like if it was some kind of character study melodrama that really dove into the characters and you got to know them and you know those relationships mattered the ending wouldn't be as important, but it's a fairly by the numbers action apocalypse movie. It's not a character study. So in that kind of film, I feel like the ending has a lot more weight than your typical drama. And they completely drop the ball and like, don't even make an ending. Like there is no ending in this movie. And so they just, they missed the marks and they missed the park. And for that, there's left in the dark. Man, you stole my closing line. What the fuck? (laughs) No, honestly, um, I'm going to give it an eight because... Wow, geez. Eight with phlegm. Phlegm eight, you know. But no, yeah, there's no point to watch it because there's no satisfaction at the end. So why put in another hour and 50 minutes for literally to have the director stick the middle finger at you? So... (laughs) Agree. Look, if you want if you want to feel the rage you know just just watch it that's what that's it, that's it. yeah it's a slow boil and um i didn't <laughs> i forgot boil. to mention a trope so um um ham radio whenever like everything else is down oh yeah, yeah. one random guy on the radio <laughs> i'm still here and uh i hope someone else is out there <laughs> yeah that that is very much uh an apocalypse actually one you know i'll, I'll bump up the 10 percent because they're all the car scenes actually were impressive like that scene on the bridge that was that was actually pretty cool so wow Special look at us coming to the rescue 10, 12 and 14 race <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We're good. So guys, the, uh, the audience score was, uh, 17%, the same as the tomato meter with 1500, just over 1500 ratings. So we were right around the mark. I mean, yep. seems That's like, uh, yeah, exactly. We're so yeah, good we're at just, this guys. We're so in tune. We just get it, man. <laughs> we just know. Yeah. So Luke spin that wheel for the next, uh, next movie. 
And, uh, you know, a big announcement for our next episode. We're going to have our first special guest joining yes, us. Oh, he's so different from us. He's going to bring so yeah. many new perspectives. Yeah. He's not yeah. even related points. to any We've never us. even met him before. He's, it's going to be great. It's, yeah, we're, I actually just picked up a stranger off the street and asked if he wanted to join. So. Perfect. It's exactly what Luke wanted to do anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the original one with the good ideas, but uh, <laughs> it has to be the right type of guest, I guess, <laughs> for this audience. Um, okay, so I picked the movie. It's uh, a nice 0% movie. Ooh. Called uh, Saving Zoe. Or was it Saving Zoe? Yeah, I think it's Saving Zoe. All right. Zero percent. So none of my picks. Did my picks make it to the wheel at least or no? They definitely will be in there next week for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Can we spin the wheel. Can we get a retroactive spin here? Mike? You're the host. Well, <laughs> no, no retroactive spins. What? No more well, I vetoes. I, I got them the spin it's is over. final. I got them it's in over. before that. It's not a final spin. It's, it's over, Chris. The spin is Man, final. Management, like, no wonder I had to take over host for that. Those two seconds there, because you just let the train run wild, man. Wow, shit. One day we're gonna veer off the side and go into the ditch, and who's gonna be there to save us? Chris, Guys, now that we've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut we're off. Actually, Chris. hearing him, it's just uh, really <laughs> upsetting comments. That we All right, guys, hear. guys, we'll be back next week. All right, everyone, take it easy, and uh, thanks. We'll review Twilight number one, Saving Zoe. Goodbye. Saving Zoe. Mommy returns. Chick flicks on here.